Hey guys, it's Marsha Hoffines, and you are listening to the Storytellers Podcast, where we dig in, go deep, find ourselves, maybe cry, maybe laugh. We surrender, but we go home, and we go home big. We feel inspired. It's the story behind the cellophane. It's the story inside the truth. It's a story that most people don't want to tell, but we're here to share. Let's get started. All right. Okay, everybody. Oh, well, I can't. Whoa, this is so cool. I know. I never know if you can hear me. I know. Inception. (laughs) Um, So if you guys, if anybody hops on, let me know if you can actually hear me because this is always the part that I don't hear us. You can. Okay, perfect. Well, there you go. Casey, let me know that she can hear us. So uh, welcome, welcome to week two of our gratitude and generosity series. Um, you guys all know me, Marsha Hoffines, your coach, cheerleader, uh, wellness solutions provider. And I am here today with a beautiful human who, um, let me just tell you, has literally helped me transform my life over the course of the past eight months. Um, many m- mornings would I DM her and be like, Casey, I can't. (laughs) But let me tell you a little bit about Casey. Um, So her and I met mm, as the world was deciding to go to sleep for a few months. And we formed a beautiful relationship over social media. um, And we actually like really got to know each other, which was really cool. We had lots of nice conversations. We talked about motherhood, entrepreneurship. Um, We recorded some podcasts together. We've done just lots of awesome, fun things. And she is a badass photographer, wedding photographer, family photographer, (laughs) uh, maternity photographer. I hope I'm getting, I'm checking all of the lists. She has had quite a beautiful, gifted career and she is just getting started in life, like, oh, to be your age again. <laughs> you've got so much time in front of you, and you've already lived like 10 lives. It's amazing. And she is um, a marketing and branding and social media and, gosh, business coach, like all of those things, like all the things. All Whenever the someone things. asks me like what I do, I just say, I am many. I do yes. many things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, um, I was having this conversation the other, I had a, I had a fun photo shoot this weekend and the gal who was at, at the end, the gal who did my photos was like, so I know you teach yoga, but what is it that you do? And I'm like, what don't I do? <laughs> and I think that's so rich and it's so full. And um, how do you get there is, I think part of this conversation that we're having today is how can you have such a dynamic life and still show up so vibrantly because, and I I say this guys, because this happens to me every time I start talking this week, (laughs) happened to me in yoga class. I started talking and all of a sudden I'm like, eh, I say this because a lot of times we have all of these awesome ideas and we just want to put stuff out there, but then we are forgetting to nurture and take care of ourselves and take care of our loved ones. And we find ourselves completely like pulled apart 
And so one of the, the gifts that I want everyone to take from this series that we are doing, if you're just hitting us on week two and you're getting a glimpse into this um, on later podcasts or through my YouTube channel or wherever you might find us later and you aren't listening to the whole series, the whole series is going to be um, available for you to download and purchase um, along with some meditations and some journaling work that will go along with this course. So if you are listening and you want to get that, I'll, notes will be below on how to get the whole kit and caboodle. But where I'm going with all this is the gift of this program really for me was a huge missing link in my life for a while. And every time I have conversations with women and men who I look at and say they are successful humans, all of us have a gratitude practice and it changed the game for us. So, Casey, thanks for being here with us today. Thank you. I'm so excited. This is like yeah. one of my favorite things ever to talk about. I love it. So tell us a little bit about Casey. Give us a, give us a where you came from and, well, I mean, obviously that could be a really long <laughs> conversation and you know what I mean. Give us the, give us the uh, Cliff Notes version and then, and then tell us a little bit about um, the role of gratitude in your life. Yeah, so I think what I will do is start off with where I kind of started in my entrepreneurial uh, journey, and that was four years ago. So I started my business four years ago as a wedding photographer. I actually wound up taking a photography class as a distraction after I miscarried my first pregnancy in April of 2016. Um, and so... I think like that was a really interesting way to, I think like when you, when you experience loss and grief like that, you kind of like, um, I always think of like the scene in Game of Thrones where like, it's kind of like a phoenix that has to rise from the ash because you just like break yourself open and there's Absolutely. just like, um, you're, you're just like a new person. Like you can never go back. And so for me, I just was like, okay, like how can I distract myself in a really positive way here? Um, not to like push grief down, but to just like nurture myself again. Um, I love that you just said that. I, I, I want to pause. Don't, don't push grief down. No. The grieving process is super personal too. And yeah, I'm still grieving the loss of my father. It's just been a year, and it's um and and each each loss we experience, grief is going to hit you differently. So don't oh. put it down. I love I love that you just said that. Yeah, I think you really kind of have to spend the time to look at it, and I think when you spend the time really looking at it and feeling your feeling your way through it is the only way that you actually get stronger from experiencing grief. And I also personally think that like grief isn't like, there's no end point to grief. You just learn how to carry it with you. Yeah. Um, and then like there are points where, where I think you, you get to where it creeps up and it's like born again somehow. And then you relearn again, how to carry it with you. Um, now, like I had to learn, like relearn how to carry like my miscarriage grief when I had my daughter, um, because it was a totally different thing then. 
Um, and so that is where, that's how I started my business. And my business was, I just went all in on my business. I was like, I really want to figure out if I can do this for myself. I really want to push myself past comfort zones and see if I can really make this happen. And obviously I did. Um, and my, my business grew so fast. Um, I was so hungry. Uh, and then I had my daughter and I didn't want to be away for 20 to 25 weekends, AKA half the year. I didn't want to be away from my family for half the year. So I kind of decided to pivot my business, um, and still take on a few weddings because I really love them, but I needed another way to make money that didn't take away family time on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah, those um, weekends, those are precious, right? And so precious because happens. like fall is my favorite. I love fall. It just, I have so many, like there's so much like nostalgia for me with fall back to school. Um, both my sister and mine's birthday are in the fall. And so I missed like every single weekend in the fall, the right. like first fall that my daughter was alive. <laughs> yeah. And it made me so freaking sad that like, because that's the only time that the three of us were together, right? Because um, my husband works Monday to Friday and I would basically work every weekend. And I was like, I cannot do this again next year. Um, and so I decided to start a brand new business in the beginning of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 has been fun, right? It's, I mean, let's talk about this idea of grief a little bit um, that you so eloquently put it. Anybody listening, um, and feeling this right now, I want to say that I, I, I see you, I feel you because mm -hmm. grief is big this year. This yeah. is, we are literally shedding an old way of being so that we can become. And honestly, the only way through is by feeling it and sitting in that pain and the discomfort. Um, we've talked a little bit about those of us who have really dug in this year, the experience that we're having as we are pushing through into a new year is like this, we are like rising out of mm -hmm. the ash. Like the Phoenix rising is actually a perfect way to describe the feeling of burning away the old so you can emerge new. So I love that you started a new business in the beginning of 2020, but where has it taken you this year? You know, it's funny. I just, I just linked the fact that I started my first business in, in that same kind of vulnerable place. And yeah. then the same thing happened to me this year yeah. because, um, I just remember like, like, like this time last year, like dreaming so big for, for 2020. I, invested $10,000 in a business coach. We got started in January. And then in the third week of January, I got contacted by a New York Times reporter. Yeah. To asking me if I wanted to come forward with a um, harassment story from the chief marketing officer at Victoria's Secret, where I worked for almost four years um, in New York City. And so that was also a moment that was like, oh, wow, I haven't, um, that was an experience that happened to me. I like quit the job, closed the door on it, literally didn't look at it again until early this year. Um, and 
that was a very whirlwind experience to start off 2020 in January. So like from the time that I got the email and the time to the time that the story went live was 10 days. It was so long. It felt so long, but it was so fast. And, um, you know, I kind of went through, so for me, like I felt a gut feeling that I should do this, that I should go on the record, that it could help other people. It could help free other people. It could help other people feel like their voice was heard. Um, and then when the story went live, I felt completely different than I thought I would. I did. I didn't feel any, um, I think I felt a little bit of closure. Um, but not really. I, I had a really weird experience where it was like not even close to what I expected it to be. And so I kind of start, and so that was February 1st. And then from February to July, basically what I had to do, I felt like my intuition betrayed me. Mm. So I like, and so that was like a really big recovery process for me to like, get through that and be like, okay, like I followed my gut feeling, which has very rarely led me to the wrong place. And it betrayed me again. That's how I felt. I felt so betrayed by my intuition and was therefore lost. Like my guiding, like my guiding North star for me wasn't there anymore because it led me to this place where I felt like terrible, like Hmm. so like directionless, confused, um, like so depleted, like, um, yeah. So that I went through that in February. So that was not a great place to start a business either. Right. And then we all know what happened in March. And so that's how I started my year. And so that's where I started revisiting a practice that I had done previously in my life. And that is this, like where I make small little promises to myself so that I can build my self-trust again. Let's talk about that. So I want to, I want to comment something about your intuition failing you. Cause I wonder now, Mm -hmm. do you think it did? No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting how, So this is this, like this, uh, faith is a muscle that must be exercised and it has to be exercised over and over and over again. And that's why I said, I love that you said to not run away, but up from the grief, right? You just got to let yourself sit in it. And even when you feel like you've been guided to do something and it's not quite going the way that you thought, it's this moment of... (laughs) coming back to, I trust myself. And so that's why I love that we're getting into this conversation of these promises. Cause I love how you, uh, when you, we were talking about what you were going to talk about, you said in the promises that I make to myself and I'm like, Ooh, I can't wait to hear about this. So tell us what this looks like. Tell us what this promissory note that you give to yourself looks like. Yeah. And so when I started this practice up again, um, and it was, I don't know if you know who Ed Milet is, but I, I heard him talk on a podcast last year and he has this theory that people who are confident are people who keep their own promises. Mm. And so I started doing that last year and then, but when I started doing it last year, it was very business driven. 
Um, and so when I went through this whole intuition betrayal and this whole experience of where I really did need to like, like get down, like deeply experience, like all of the feelings that this like public shaming, um, you know, harassment and just the, the like unfair treatment that I had so many years ago that I like literally like threw in a dark basement, closed the doors, never looked at it until whatever it was six years later. Um, and so I really spent the time being like, okay, let me open the door and get in there. Um, and so through that experience and how difficult it was and how um, directionless and confused and just like, I just felt like I like lost something. Yeah. So I was like, okay, let me try and do this again, right? But except this time, it's going to be like, um, my promises were like, wake up early, um, put my like feet in the ground. And this was in winter too. And I still did it, put my feet in the ground, like as soon as I wake up. So I would go outside with my coffee and like a really warm clothes and put my feet in the ground that like grounding, um, and my gratitude journal, which I had already been doing for maybe like three or four months at that point, but very simple promises to just start building that self-trust really slowly again. And then the promises would get a little bit, they'd have a little bit more like of an investment behind them, but starting out really small, just to build that self-trust in yourself is so freaking huge. And like make them easy at first is like my best advice is to just make them really easy to keep. So that, because what happens is, is like what I don't want to happen. And I have all of my private coaching clients do this um, when they start coaching with me is like, I want you to be, you have to be able to keep them. Otherwise it does the opposite. Right. And so if you start not keeping them, then you can start to like spiral. So just make them really easy at first, because then you can get to that next level because you'll be so confident that you know, you're going to keep your promises. And for those of you who um, are participating in any of my um, programs, masterclass shift express or do any coaching with me, um, Casey knows nothing about the premise really of my program. <laughs> <laughs> which is life happens, <laughs> life happens in two millimeter shifts, right? And this is this Tiger Woods principle where mm. he went to refine his golf game and literally he made two millimeter adjustments to his golf swing and it ah, made huge changes. Interesting. Yeah. So uh, my whole premise of how I coach people is you got to start small. Sometimes you got to check the easiest thing off of your to-do list and then you yeah. can get momentum going, right? Because yeah. Otherwise, if you don't get that big thing done and also the evaluation of a goal versus a dream and goals, yeah. are, goals are the stepping stones to your dreams. So like keep your dreams big, but let your goals be like daily achievable. I love that you just said that. But the other thing that you're reminding me of is actually um, the, the sutra, the teaching that I taught yesterday in yoga class, which is you don't have to make sense of everything in the past before you can choose to be kind to yourself in the present. Mm. Yes, right? I love that. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time sometimes, you know, going through like, oh, why did this happen? And, mm -hmm. but forgetting, uh, to me, the pathway through figuring out the past is actually to love this person that's sitting right here in front of you, right? Yeah. And so I love this idea of keeping simple promises to yourself. And they sound very much like, you know, setting up a daily routine, setting up a ritual, but making it 
feel yeah. super comfortable and not easy because I, I don't, I don't right. like going for easy because it's not easy to wake up and stick your feet in the ground when it's like 30 degrees outside. In the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but, like, I like a little bit of discomfort in the yeah. promises because that is going to build the muscle, right? Yeah. I mean, again, fear is this, it's, it's a dragon that just wants to pull you back and faith is this retraining that dragon, right? It's like, and in order to do it, we have to make ourselves a little uncomfortable and a little, you know, going, okay, well, this is, but I want to do this. And when it's that purpose, that feeling inside that you're like, oof, it's just going to be good for my soul. Yeah. Like that's, that's the, that. And it's like, there. Um, yeah. So I think like the kind of formula is right. Is you, you keep your own promises, Mm -hmm. which then builds self-trust in yourself, Mm -hmm. which makes you a more confident person. Cause the other thing is, is like with my clients and, um, I talked about this with Dr. Kimberly Pendleton. I don't know if you know her, but she was on my podcast and I loved, loved, loved what she said. And she was like, the way that I talk to my clients is like, why are you afraid to do something? Don't you trust yourself? to make this work. Don't you trust yourself that you will, you can do this. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's where it is too. Like if you are holding yourself back because you're afraid to put something out there, definitely do this like self-trust. Yeah. Because yeah, you can make it work. Absolutely. And, and that reminds me, you know, the three prompts that we work with uh, regularly is I am, I deserve, and I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. And it's in trusting yourself that you deserve the things that you're putting forth. That's what's hard for people. A lot of people yeah. have a really hard time. And the I am proclamation, right? Like yeah. I am this. That's yeah. all. That's like, we don't trust ourselves to stand firm in our and our greatness. And let me share something with you. I don't know if you listened to my talk last week, but I, I kicked off the program talking about being grateful for the things that didn't necessarily go the way you wanted to, or right. deemed as bad, or you took as why is this happening to me and changing the dialogue to why is this happening for me? Thank you for letting this happen for me because. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I asked you, you know, looking back now, did your intuition really betray you? Mm-hmm. Like in that moment you felt that, but yeah. if you look back and go, no, man, it got no. me exactly here. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny um, because it was like, it was months and months of just feeling really betrayed. But now when I look back at it and I'm so grateful that I have this, actually I have it right here. I have this like shock full journal of like my actual transformation. It is like literally absolutely filled. And when I look back at it now, it's to me, I'm just like, my intuition knew that I was ready. I was ready to become this new version of myself. And in order for that to happen, a part of me had to go. Oh, Right? It's that quote, right? Like in order to step into the new version of yourself, you have to let your old self like. Mm-hmm. I've been letting so <laughs> this whole year, just like so much of my old self um, and like old thought patterns go. And the other thing that I, when you were saying the, um, the I am, one of the most powerful kind of mantras and 
affirmations I started saying to myself in, in, in that, in those like three months that were really hard was literally full sentence. I am, I am, I am. I just am. Yeah. I don't have to be anything else. I just am. Um, and the other thing that really helped me was like, um, cause I, I just, in my head, I was like, okay, I have, to, I have to choose what I'm doing next. I have to choose what I'm doing next. Um, and then I, and then I had somebody who was like, you get to choose what you do next. And that was like a really big, powerful moment for me to make that statement to myself that, okay, I don't have to choose. I get to choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, I took this, I took this class called now, now class in May. Um, and we did a lot of work with that, like pausing and say like, you know, like I have to do the laundry. I have to do the dishes. I have to, I have to, I have to. And just changing that to, I get to is like a really powerful mindset shift. Yeah. So powerful. Yeah. There's a book and I, I have it somewhere and it's, (laughs) it's, it's this really simple book actually. And, um, I wish I could remember the name of it right now. I bought it a long, long, long time ago. And it was just exactly that. Like this idea of laundry isn't a chore. It's something that you get the privilege to do. Yeah. Right. And all of the little things that we feel are heavy and weigh us down. Well, I say like, well, if they are, then put them to the side and don't do them. Yeah. Don't say you have, you don't have to do anything that doesn't light you up. But if you can change the dialogue to, I love doing my laundry because I then have fresh, clean clothes and my sheets yeah. like lavender and like all of these things, like, and then realizing the fortune that you have and being able to do these what mm-hmm. seem as mundane or just the, the idea going back to what you were talking about, just like the fact that you get to choose, mm-hmm. we get this every day. And so one of the things I talked about last week as well, and I'll carry it forward to today's conversation. Cause I think it's totally relevant is you get to choose how you label everything in your life. Like you are the only one who says if it's good or if it's bad, if it's right or if it's wrong. And what if we just said, it just is. is. Mm-hmm. It just is. <laughs> yep. it's, it's, it's just the way it is. So with us, if you can, like, what would be your number one, like, tip or thought to leave with on starting this like practice like just what's your number one like doing the promises yeah the promises put them in your calendar Mm. so i i have i have it in my calendar every single morning every single morning and so because i changed my monthly right now Mm -hmm. um they, I, I have like a, like forever hold in my calendar. Um, that's like, uh, that's at 5am. Cause that's when I wake up now. Um, I did not start waking up at 5am. I started waking up at like six and then worked my way up to five, but now it's like, I can't like live without it. Um, and, and schedule it, 
schedule that, like schedule your self-care, like schedule rest, schedule everything. I am like, for me, like structure equals freedom. And like, I love (laughs) scheduling stuff. So put it in your calendar. And like, the other thing is, is the, um, when my alarm goes off every morning, it says, keep your promises. Love it. So Casey's never coached with me. I've never coached with her. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, one of my clients that I'm working with right now, um, basically she's like, I want to find freedom in the structure. I'm like, okay, well we got to schedule it then. (laughs) And it's like, people don't understand that. You got it. I time block. Do you time block? Yeah, I have to. As a mom who has like I can only work nine hours a week. So that shit is so scheduled. <laughs> what I love though about time blocking for me, and I might do it a little bit different than most people is I'm like, okay, if that chunk had a move because something came up, like my husband and I are in the middle of buying a house right now and something right. that I wanted to do last week, I'm, I can take that chunk and move it somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still gets- that's, that's, that's what I used to do, you know, before... <laughs> before toddler life but um but yeah that is so that is especially important to me as a mom of a toddler and we are definitely going to have more kids so being like structured af has given me it gives me so much more freedom yeah so much more freedom you do you have so much more space in your day and time yeah like feel like escaping you and yeah yeah for sure and i know like I know that because I'm going to get everything I need done in the morning, that means I get to be really present with my daughter, which is yeah. also really important because I don't want to be hanging out with her and like frantically on my phone. Cause like, yeah. that's just not how I want to live my life. Of course, there are times when like work needs to be done, but for like, n- like 95% of that time, like it is present with her. Um, and yeah, schedule it, man. Schedule. Put it in your phone. Everybody looks at their phone first thing in the morning. And so make it work for you. You know, it's interesting. I, um, just to wrap this up along those lines, I challenge everybody to not look at their phone first thing in the morning. Give yourself at least yeah. 40 minutes because. Yeah. Well, yeah, I but, like, but, but we no, have I, an alarm, right? Yeah. 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 And then shut it down. Shut it down. Yeah. I agree. Shut it, shut it down. down. And again, <laughs> reminder if it's the alarm goes off and it says yeah promises i love telling people to put little post notes on their mirrors so that when they go into the bathroom because that's the other place that you see it it yeah it's just whatever that first thing is is put it right there and i have post-it notes everywhere yeah when i need to like work through like a mental block the other thing that i do is i will make my i'll do an affirmation in canva yeah. And make it the, like, make it the background of my phone. So every time that I have to look at my phone, I see the affirmation and it literally like screams in my face. And like, I don't, I, I used to do this when I was back in corporate world, but the other thing that I used to do, and I forget where I heard this early on in my career, but, um, you had to change your password every 30 days in corporate. So I, I would make a goal every 30 days and the password would be the goal. So I'd have to write it in like amazing. 80 times a day. And That's so it amazing. would just think. <laughs> wow. This is, this has been like the best 35 minute coaching session that you guys are ever gonna get. Like this was just <laughs> awesome. No, thank you so much for everything 
you just shared, you're reinforcing and you are actually activating for yourself. And to watch you, um, you're inspiring to me. And oh, thank you. Um, hopefully Same. you guys can all be inspired by Casey. Um, I'm gonna, if you are in the gratitude, um, program this month, you're going to get a follow-up email will come out tomorrow with the recording and all the places that you can find Casey and watch her and be part of it. And then this is also going to be posted in a couple other places later on. So thank you for spending thank you. time with me this morning. Um, week three, next week, I'm going to have Olivia Howard here with me. We're going to talk more on gratitude and generosity. I cannot really remember what we were going to talk about, but it's going to be another great session. I can't believe that we're almost, oh, we're halfway through. Like time is flying this year, but schedule it and you'll feel at ease with all of it. So um, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And we'll talk to you guys all soon. Well, hey guys, thanks so much for joining us and listening and tuning in wherever you are listening to your podcast. Keep on listening, sharing, enjoying, and hey, follow us on social media. Instagram is msh underscore shift. You can also follow me, Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A underscore Hines, H-O-F-F. H-E-I-N-S. You can also find us on the book and join our makeshift tapping group. It's a public open group. We share goodies and information. Um, visit my website, marshallhoffines.com. Sign up for the newsletter and we'll just keep you full of all the goodies, all of them, all the time. Talk to you soon.